Welcome to the Run Lift Mom podcast, where we're talking about running, lifting, and momming, not necessarily in that order. Sometimes we hit on all three, though, and that is the case today. I have got the founder of Recess and Results, Beth Vasquez. You guys, I fell in love with this woman in the half hour that we spoke, and you're going to as well. Beth holds a bachelor's degree in health fitness management and then a graduate degree in sport and exercise psychology. She believes in a lifestyle of moderation and she provides real tips for real families through her fitness program, Recess and Results. We talked about family fitness and it was awesome. So without further ado, Beth Vasquez of Recess and Results. All right, welcome, Beth, fellow Marymount alum to the Run Lift Mom podcast. Thank you. I am so happy to be there. This is such an honor. I appreciate the opportunity. You know, this show is called Run Lift Mom. So, Beth, you are pretty much gold standard because, as you can imagine, our audience, right, it's um, fitness minded mamas. And I've brought you on to actually talk about getting active with kids. Yes, my favorite topic in the world, so I'm super excited to share. Now, you got to tell me as we open up, what led you to this area of service? Well, you know, that's an interesting story, but originally it started because I my background is in health fitness, and my first um, job out of college was at a health club, actually, even during you know, in college. Um, But I noticed in the health club as I'm working that parents are coming in to exercise and, you know, feel better, look better, all of these things. Um, And their kids were going into a childcare room and watching a movie or playing video (laughs) games. And I was like, what is wrong with this picture? There has to be a better solution. And I, you know, it was at the time when childhood obesity was at an all time high. And a lot of people were trying to figure out, you know, what kids fitness was. And they were throwing a lot of things at kids, boot camps, step aerobics, you know, basically adult fitness just shrunk to a miniature level for kids. And I was like, well, that's not fun for kids. No wonder they hate it. You know, why can't we just teach kids that exercise is simply playing with their friends, playing at the park, playing their favorite games, moving around outside. Um, And that's what we did. You know, we started teaching fitness professionals about really what it means, kids fitness really means. And it just kind of started a movement. So we're really excited about it. I love that so much. Now, something unique about your business, Recess and Results, is that you incorporate um, faith-based lessons into that fitness component. Can you touch on that a little bit? Absolutely. So as my own Christian walk grew and my walk with Jesus, and definitely after having my own kids, um, I noticed that, you know, church is great for so many things. And church really builds us up spiritually and mentally and even emotionally. But there's not a lot of focus on the physical needs from the church. And the Bible tells us that the biggest and most important commandment is to love God with all our heart, mind, soul, and strength. So it's our entire being. And I felt like there was a huge opportunity to help people understand what it really means to love God in that way and to really treat our bodies as the temple that they are. And for kids, sorry, go ahead. No, I'm, you know, just like I'm sure a lot of my listeners are, I'm fist pumping the air right now because yes, 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 these two things go together. 
It's absolutely true. And to be really healthy and whole, it, you know, the whole, the whole self is included, not to mention kit for kids. Play is really this universal language of love and also, um, the best way to teach them. They learn best through play. So not only can we bring kids together and build these godly friendships and mutual respect for people and just teach them how to also love others, because that's the second greatest commandment, right? Love God and then love others. So this is a great opportunity to teach them to do that um, and to also just build stronger disciples, you know, for the next generation. So we're teaching them God's word. We're teaching them why it's important to treat their bodies well building healthy habits along the way, and then building these, this godly character, godly, godly friendships, um, and godly confidence so they can go out and, and fulfill their, their, their calling in the world, feeling really strong doing it. I love it. I love it. And you know, um, it won't take people long at all. I'm going to drop some articles in the show notes. Um, you know, it won't take them long at all to realize that you are someone who believes in a lifestyle of moderation. So can yes. you touch on that a little bit there? Just, I'm going to ask you for some tips and tricks, but I want people to understand your foundational beliefs on fitness for families and kids. Yes. I mean, I think in the world today, there's just this barrage of information and it can become very overwhelming. And there's also sort of trendy things that come through when we talk about health and wellness or fitness and family fitness. You know, there's the keto diet, there's intermittent fasting, there's no fat, low fat, no carbs, all the carbs. It's like very hard to keep up with, right? And I think that when we put that pressure on ourselves, it translates to our families, especially as moms because we really set that standard, right? We really kind of set the tone and the energy for our homes and we have to take responsibility for that. And so I think that it's really important to just give ourselves grace in all areas, you know, including the area of health and fitness and understand that, you know, kids will be kids. Yeah, they want a cookie sometimes. And sometimes because we're busy, they might have a cookie for breakfast. Now, do we want them to have a cookie for breakfast every single day or even make that a habit every week? Absolutely not. But when it happens, we don't beat ourselves up over it, right? And so I think it's important for families to just understand the very basics um, and then to take small steps to implement healthy habits that will last a lifetime. Anything extreme feels very stressful and um, either way, right? So extreme exclusions um, feels very stressful, but extreme inclusions is also not good, right? So we want to just keep this this healthy um, balance of moderation and enjoy life. You know, right. be active, get outside when we can, and enjoy a movie with our kids when we can. You know, that's okay. I love what you're saying, too, about, you know, you don't hear a lot of professionals talk, health professionals talk about extreme inclusions mm-hmm. um, can create unhealthy associations as well. So, like, guys, we can't be, I mean, yes, it's cool to eat your broccoli, but, like, every single night if we're singing that same song, broccoli, 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 um, that's going to create a negative association. Exactly. exactly. Um, listeners of this show can actually dip back into episode 32 and listen to, I had a registered dietitian, Jen. Jennifer Latow on, and she talked about how it's important, you know, you hear these stories, um, she has clients that their mothers and their kids talk about calories. Their three and four-year-olds use the word calorie, and so even the language that we use around our children, it's energy. Food is energy. If somebody is interested in this 
kind of nutrition part, you'll find a like mine with Jennifer Latow in episode 32. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So some like minds here at Run, Lift, Mom. All right. So Beth, I, again, your gold standard. I want people to walk away from this episode being like, hmm, that's something I could try. So I've asked you actually just to bring a few ideas to the table. Can you go into, you know, just things we can do as families to get active? Absolutely. So the first thing that I tell people is to try to pick one night a week when you're all home and you have time, regardless of the age of your kids, um, because I know that, you know, different seasons bring different schedules for everyone. But if there's one night that you're all home, one evening that you're all home, that you can make a family night um, to do that and start with just one night a week. And in that night, try to do something active. And we have an array of options on our blog. So you can always check that out. And we're always adding new ones. But some of my favorite, especially for this time of year, include activities with a beach ball, a frisbee, and also a timeless toy that you guys might be surprised by, a slinky. So these are great things that kids really enjoy because it incorporates, you know, toys that they're, that they're familiar with and that they like playing with, but it introduces some new games that you can play as a family and they're age appropriate for really any level. So it's not so extreme, you know, that you need to be 16 or 17 to understand the rules. It's very basic games that your family can play together and have a lot of fun with. And what I love most is that they almost all bring laughter, right? So it's laughter can be the best medicine. The Bible tells us that a joyful heart is good medicine. And so as we're moving our bodies and we're experiencing the benefits of physical activity, we're also experiencing these joyful moments that are so good for our soul. And so that's what I really um, encourage families to do. Just start simple one night and then check our blog, pick the activity that, you know, kind of fits best for your family and do something new each night. I love this. I love, again, with your, um, you know, lifestyle of moderation foundation, um, you know, saying one night a week, this is not something that has to be done seven days a week. And I like the idea of like the novelty toy that you play with on Family Fitness. So can you, we're going to link, we're going to link some of these specific blog posts below. That way people can kind of pick and choose. Could you briefly describe, for example, like the beach ball one. I've got almost four and five-year-olds. Um, what What's something we could do on family fitness night? Like, can you paint that picture for me? Yeah. So there's so many things you can do with a beach ball. And you know what? One of the great things that you can do is just kind of throw the ball to the kids and say, hey, have you guys ever played a beach ball game? Can you teach me? And let them leave it. And it really develops this sort of leadership, you know, um, leadership capabilities in them, communication, confidence, you know, it delivers all of these things and imagination and creativity. So that's one thing. And if they can't think of something, you know, and you need to help them along a little bit, a dance party is always appropriate. It can be done inside or outside. So you can turn on, I like to turn on the Jesus jams or worship music because that fuels our soul even more. But you can turn on any music that your family loves and just throw the ball up in the air and dance around and make it a game. Let's see how many times as we're dancing, we can keep the ball in the air without letting it touch the floor. But you have to keep Uh, dancing. And so that's a great one for, for the kids. You can also, in the summertime, I love turning on the sprinkler outside in the lawn and playing what we call sprinkler keep away. So you can turn on the sprinkler, let the kids run through, and one person um, has is in the middle. 
And the rest of the family tries to keep the ball away from another person or people. If you have a larger family, you can have two people in the middle that are working together to try to capture the ball. So very simple and easy. And you don't need to do it with a sprinkler. You know, you can do it without. I just like the added touch if it's a hot evening and you want to be outside grilling or whatever. You know, that's a great game to play with your family outside as well. And then there's another called Beach Ball Hockey and Beach Ball Hacky Sack. So you can definitely check those out on the blog. Are you guys hearing this? We have just, I mean, there are five different things we can do with a beach ball that can be acquired at the dollar store. This is the awesome, dollar Beth. Store. Thank you so much. Yes. And a lot of the slinkies at the dollar store, frisbees at the dollar store, a lot of what we incorporate are either things that hopefully you have at home um, or very inexpensive, just little tools that will help keep your kids excited about what's coming up on family night. Right, right. Oh, I love it. I love that. May I ask you, um, Beth, what do you do? You know, there might be some moms listening out there and they're like, I am on board with this. This sounds great, but real talk. My husband comes home. He's tired. He wants dinner, shower, bed. What do you, what do you do if the whole family's not on board? Well, listen, if the whole family's not on board and I get it, my husband's like that too. You know, our, our men work hard for our families. So I get it. And maybe they don't participate the first time or two. But I guarantee once the laughter is ensuing and the kids are running around like, oh my gosh, we played this great game, everyone will want to join in. So it's, again, not about pressuring someone into doing something, but setting the example and being the energy, right? Like setting the tone and the energy for your family. And you don't want to play? Okay, I understand you're tired. You know what? This always energizes me, so I'm going to play. We're ready. If you guys feel like jumping in, please do, you know, like we're here. I love it. I I really like that. And I'm glad, I think you're probably speaking some confidence into folks that know they might not have a united front in this area, but do you guys hear what Beth is saying? Do it anyway. (laughs) Actions oftentimes, we we know they speak louder than words and the buy-in will come. It will come. You just have to start. Absolutely. You know, I always tell the story about, um, my, I was having a rough morning. I'm a mom, so I get it. I have two kids, um, four and, and almost two, and we were having sort of this string of rough mornings of just attitude, crying, you know, not happy, joy-filled mornings that all moms would, would want. And so I just turned on the worship music. I said, you know what? I don't know what else to do. So we turned on the worship music and I made this a habit. And so I just started dancing around, dancing around, singing the song. Kids are throwing tantrums. And I'm like, you know what? I don't want any more timeouts. I, I don't want to be stern with my kids every morning. I want a morning to a good start. So I turned on the music. I started dancing around. And sure enough, first they just looked at me like my mom has lost her mind. She just went crazy. Um, but before you know it, they're dancing and singing too. And now this has become a habit and a routine in our, in our house. So it really does. I mean, listen, that doesn't work all the time, but it's worth a try, right? And again, actions speak yes. louder than words. And if you can overcome the energy in the room with your power of positivity and joy, then there you go. You know, that's an easy solution. Oh, I know I'm not the only one smiling as I I picture you (laughs) doing this. I know that (laughs) folks out there as well are. Oh, that's awesome. Um, So we family fitness night. Do you have any other um, just go to ideas for families to be more active? 
other than family fitness night. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I always try to have like an outing a week. So again, when we think about family fitness, a lot of times we're thinking like, oh, I got to get my family to the gym or I need to, you know, take us all to a boot camp class or CrossFit, which, oh, you know, no for kids. <laughs> so I think the most important thing is to realize that family fitness is simply doing something active. It's a scavenger hunt outside. It's going to the zoo and running to the next animal because we're so excited to see what's coming up. You know, it is um, taking a trip to the local park and just letting them climb the monkey bars, swing, crawl through the tunnels, you know, interact and play with the other kids, start a random game of tag. These are the things that are truly kids fitness and and family fitness, you know, parents benefit too. So I think the, the biggest thing is to remember that Family fitness really just means moving your body and being active with your kids. So if you can think of, you know, having family fitness night one night and then also maybe having an outing a week um, where you go somewhere fun or even if it's, again, just your backyard where you're just giving yourself permission 30 minutes for 30 minutes to just give yourself permission to play with your kids. I'm going to get you right back to Beth after I share my favorite Red H Nutrition product for active kids, and that is Super Greens. Most of you know the benefits to getting more greens into your diet. That, of course, is increased feelings of energy, boosting your immune system. The list can go on and on and on. The reason I love these is because of their alkalizing properties. Alkalizing helps to balance the body's pH levels, and that's important in maintaining your body's ability to repair and detoxify. I've said it before, I'll say it again. Right H Nutrition is not about filling gaps. It's about repairing at the cellular level. Your kids should have that too. Click on details in show notes. You're going to see the link to the Red 8 shop, and I want you to check out Super Greens. You know what I like about this too? I like it because then what happens is the alternative isn't happening. We've had a couple of guests here talk about screens specifically. Um, episode 31, Bailey Garcia, occupational therapist, did a whole episode about screen time. And then in episode 11, you guys will remember the CEO of Zia Active, Erin Bradley, talked about how in her house, six to eight o'clock, boom, no screens, no phones, not from anybody. So mm, I you love can that. do this. You can do the outings. You can do the fitness night. Like these things go, some of the strategies we've talked about on this show go hand in hand. I hope people are hearing you say play. You've said the word play, play. like 50 times in this episode and that's what it is, right? It is. It is. You know, people don't think about it, but for example, crossing the monkey bars, you're building strength. You know, adults build strength by lifting weights. Kids build it by playing, crossing monkey bars, pretending they're an animal and crawling on all four legs, even playing tug of war or climbing trees. These are natural ways that kids build strength and muscular endurance. And it's really important to give them those opportunities. Yes. I mean, at the, you know, it's 2019 when we're recording and guys, it is what it is. Play. What we remember as 30 and 40 somethings. (laughs) Yes, this is exercise now. This is just the state of where our culture is. But like, 
That's okay. Think back to your childhood. Think back to your adolescence. What did you like to do outside? Did you like to ride bikes? Did you like to kick a ball? Get out there with your kids and play. Absolutely. And you know, you mentioned something really important when you tell your kids, oh, let me show you what mommy liked to do when I was a little girl, or let me show you what the the game that Poppy loved to play when he was a little boy with his friends at school. That gets them so excited because all of a sudden you've taken interest in them. They want to know more about you as it relates to them. And you'd be surprised how many kids will run to school and say, my Poppy taught me or my dad taught me what he used to play as a little boy. Let me show you. You know, it's very exciting for them. Yeah. Oh, I love that. So you obviously work with a lot of families, you know, in this arena. Um, Can you just speak to the importance of modeling that healthy behavior for the next generation? Yeah, absolutely. Like I said earlier, you know, actions really speak louder than words. So we can talk a lot and nothing, you know, resonates if we're not modeling those behaviors. And again, providing the opportunities to let these healthy habits um, sort of sink in and also let our kids make some choices around them. So, you know, it's just really important to um, give kids that opportunity. I think in today's world, we feel a lot of pressure to be super mom and kind of do everything for, make sure our kids are super kids, you know, and really perfect. Um, And so it's okay to, to sometimes let your child pack their own lunch or again, let your child decide what you're going to play with the beach ball. It doesn't have to be so structured and organized and perfect. And in those opportunities are where kids can really, again, you know, build that confidence, build their leadership skills, build independence, and it will build your confidence as a mom, knowing that when they are out on their own, no matter how soon or how far away that feels, um, they're going to make the right choices. I love that. And I want the type A moms. Ladies, you know who you are. You can (laughs) self-identify. Yes, we have got some awesome games. They've we've got everything linked in the show notes for you. But if you know that you have a tendency toward this type A, I want you to buy a beach ball. I want you to put it in a box. I want you to get it out once a week for family fitness night. And I just want you to play before you dig into the structured instructions, like do some self-policing here. Yes. Very important. There are so many great articles and information on the importance on free play for kids. And play is important regardless, but specifically free play is neglected in our society. Even as we gravitate towards more opportunities of play, this free play is still missing. And And Beth, when you say free play, do you mean just like letting the kids go in the yard and do their thing? Yes. Just letting them do whatever without supervision, you know, or not, sorry, you can supervise them, but without um, what's the interruption? So no, that's not how you throw the ball. You throw it like this. No, that's not the right way to kick. No, you're batting incorrectly. No, don't touch your brother. You know, like let them figure things out on their own and just back away a little bit. It's okay if kids start to argue, we have to let them figure it out. You know, Mm -hmm. sometimes it's important to just kind of watch from the sidelines. Um, and studies show that when we do that again, you know, we're developing problem solving skills, teamwork capabilities. And also when we allow people, our kids to choose their own behaviors, most of the time they're choosing moderate to vigorous activity, which is most important for keeping our bodies healthy. Oh, how interesting. Yeah. How interesting that, yeah, that's, that's really cool. And you know what? I've got, um, three, well, I'm going to call them four-year-olds cause they'll be four in a few days. Um, I've got three, four-year-olds and a five-year-old 
five-year-old. And you know what? As I rec- you know, as I think about just letting them do their thing, yes, you're right. They're sprinting, they're climbing, they're jumping. Mm-hmm. You're right. It is moderate to vigorous activity. Absolutely. And so important. Now there's time for both, right? We want structured activity because that allows them to learn to follow rules and respect their leaders um, and all of these things. Life is structured sometimes, but they also have times in life where they need to know how to choose appropriate activities to engage in on their own. Right, right. Well, like you said earlier, like this shouldn't be a pressure filled thing. So it's okay to have some of that free play. Yes. Awesome. All right. So we're going to end it on a couple of rapid fire questions, Um, Beth. And this doesn't necessarily have anything to do with faith-based kids fitness. Um, (laughs) Tell me, um, actually, we are recording everyone on National Book Lovers Day. Fun fact. I am a book lover. So I love that. Then you're going to like this question. What is your favorite (laughs) book to give as a gift? So I have two and I hope that's okay, but I love Candace Cameron Burr and her book, Balancing It All. Yes, I've read it. Yes, it really helps moms kind of break out of that perfectionism idea, you know, that they have for themselves and just really learn what it means to balance it all and that it's okay to have help, you know, um, and okay to really play into the gifts that God has given you and ask for help in the areas that you need it. So I absolutely love that. Um, A great, quick and easy read, very easy read. Um, and easy to pick up and put down, which moms need to do. And then my second is the 40-day prayer challenge. It's um, Draw the Circle. It was based off of the book called Draw the Circle. And it's a 40-day prayer challenge. And it changed my life. I've gifted it many, many times for people in all different seasons of life. But someone that just wants to grow closer in their in their walk with the Lord, deeper in their faith, um, it's amazing. And it was actually the book that unlocked my ability to really communicate with God and hear Him clearly in my life. Um, so I always recommend it. Life-changing. Oh, well, I have read the former, but I've not read the latter. I'm going to link the two and look into that 40-day prayer challenge. Great suggestions. Yes, yes. Beth, wow. I um, I am so excited to publish this episode, and I'm so glad that you have come on. I'm going to link everything um, for my listeners below so they can connect with you and learn more about Recess and Results. Thank you for coming on. I am so glad that you invited me. This was fantastic. And I love just, you can, I'm sure you can hear my passion for for kids and family fitness. So I am so excited to provide any sort of tips that can help families on that journey. So thank you for giving me this opportunity. Oh, yes. What a blessing it was to speak with Beth. Thank you so much, Beth, for sharing about recess and results and about getting the family moving. You guys can click on details and in the show notes, I have linked for you the many goodies and further information that you can find directly from Beth. There has also never been a more appropriate show tie-in for the scripture that I quote at the end of every episode. For while bodily training is of some value, godliness is of value in every way as it holds promise for the present life and also for the life to come. That's from 1 Timothy 4.8 and this has been the Run Lift Mom podcast. Thank you for your support of the Run Lift Mom podcast. 
This is a passion project for me that began in February of 2019 and now has over 10,000 listens. It's amazing. This is where I uplift other women and create communities around the areas of running, lifting, and motherhood. If you haven't yet done so already, please rate, review, and subscribe. That helps folks find the podcast and it keeps this passion project going.